Are you struggling with brand clarity, confidence, and creating content that connects? Want to brand yourself or your business, but don't know where to begin? Or are you frustrated because you're doing all the things you see everyone else doing, but you aren't getting more clients? You're telling everyone what you do, but no one hears you. It's like you're speaking a foreign language because your message isn't resonating. I hear you. The overwhelm is real. I feel your pain and frustration. I've been there. It wasn't overnight that I grew my business and figured out how to create a cohesive and consistent brand message that builds genuine connections and gets more clients. In fact, I did everything the hard way and I want to make it easier for you because I've been in your shoes and I don't want you to struggle anymore. I am offering brand strategy, clarity, confidence, and connection coaching sessions to help you master your brand messaging and be seen and heard as the expert you are. In a one hour strategy session, we'll dive deep into your values, visions, and passions to create absolute clarity around your brand messaging and business. You'll not only have absolute clarity for your brand messaging, but you'll feel confident. When you are confident, you will trust yourself more and be able to create content, content that genuinely connects and helps your ideal audience get to know, like, and trust you. After working with Tracy for only one hour, she said, Robin's branding expertise was not only insightful, but empowering. She gave me a clear vision of my personal brand and how I can market myself as an authority in higher education. The blueprint she gave me for creating a personal brand is very detailed, but most importantly, gives me confidence that I can and will continue to transform business initiatives within higher education programs and help and inspire others to do the same. Don't you want to achieve that sense of clarity and confidence to feel empowered to inspire your audience? I believe you can and will when we work together. Now, if you're envisioning yourself feeling anxious and frantically taking notes during this session, don't worry. You don't have to write anything down. The only thing you need to do is focus on the strategy session and learning, and I'll take care of everything else. You'll receive a comprehensive blueprint from me outlining everything we've talked about with action items that will take your brand messaging to the next level and attract more clients. Do you want absolute clarity on your brand messaging and to know how to connect with your ideal audience to attract more clients? Then this strategy session is for you. Don't waste any more time spinning your wheels. Go to therobingraham.com slash shop to schedule your session today. Hurry, because I have limited spots per month so that I can give you the attention you deserve. I can't wait to work with you and watch your brand messaging and business transform. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. I'm Robin Graham, your host, and a brand marketing strategist and photographer passionate about helping women connect and grow their audience and get more clients. I am so excited you are here with me today to chat all about branding, personal development, and life overall in this second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build the business from the ground up when I was actually terrified to put myself out into the world as something new. For some, the second phase is a significant lifestyle change, a traumatic loss, a move, an illness. It could be any number of things. 
No matter the definition of your second phase, we are here together to learn about creating a brand that stands out and makes an impact and grow as our authentic selves and follow our callings, our passions, our visions, and our values. Now grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash and let's dive into a new episode. Today's guest is one part intuitive, one part strategist, and one part creative. She colors outside the lines and does things differently. She's worked in many different industries from restaurants to motorcycles to financial services and now helps entrepreneurs work effectively and efficiently to double and triple their revenue. And today she's here to teach us how to increase sales by maximizing process and lead capture. Emmy Kirshner, welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so super excited to be here. <laughs> I'm hoping we can color outside the lines with some sales. And yes, yes. Excited. You know, I say that I'm terrible about sales, but yet when I have been explaining my like brand programs and different things, people are, have said to me, oh my gosh, you're so good. Like you really sold that to me. And I'm like, I didn't sell at all. All I'm doing is telling you what I would love to do for you, how I can help you, how I can solve yeah. your problems. But the word sales to me, like makes me sweat. It just is not... Right? It's just not in my realm of thinking. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And when I ask, you know, large groups, I'm like, who here, like, raise your hand if you love sales. Nobody ever raises their hand, maybe one person. And I'm like, that's exactly what I was expecting y'all to say. And like, the only person that I know that loves sales is my super awesome friend who like, that's his job is, you know, close sales for the company that he works for. And the rest of us are like choking and we feel like the used car salesperson. Mm -hmm. And really, if I could make that go away for everybody, I would be super happy because sales is not about, and this is where I think the misconception is, sales is not about doing something to somebody or, or taking advantage or manipulating them, right? It's, and particularly for most entrepreneurs, like you started your business because you're super excited and you love what you have to offer and you care about people. So bring that authenticity to the table and to your conversations instead of the, oh my God, are they going to say yes? Are they going to say no? You know, am I offering too high of a price or too low? What if they don't want it? What if they tell me they don't have the money or the time, blah, 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 whatever the, the conversation is, it goes on in your head. And if you shift that, exactly what you know is happening for you is you're not really selling. You're just you're solving problems. You're telling people, you know, this is what I can do to help you. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. So I think what you're saying too is when we are working within our businesses and engaging with potential clients and we're coming from a place of servitude, not selling, we're more apt to sell. Absolutely. Because it's really important that you, as I said, let go of that conversation. You want to take you out of the equation. And even if the person that you're speaking with doesn't have or doesn't say yes right then, your job in having the conversation and then entering into the objections is to help them gain clarity about whatever problem that they currently have. And for them to be able to make a smarter, more effective, better decision so that they can move forward, whether it's with you or somebody else. But instead, we're attached to the outcome of, you know, are they going to pay me or not? And mm. 
when you take that out, right? And I'm sure the experience that you've had when you're you know, just sharing what you do and how you can solve the problem, the thing in your head is not, you know, where are they going to sign on the dotted line or where are they going to give me their credit card? Right. Like it's right. Be really fun. And that's why sales conversations are so, so important. You know, it's funny that you said that because when we'll just use me as an example, because we're having this conversation. Mm -hmm. So, and when I'm talking with people and I'm telling them about all of the problems that I can solve for them, right? Sometimes they don't even realize what they're missing in their own business. And so when we bring things out as to what we can do, and I think I've heard you say things about this before when I've heard you speaking is, you know, when we come from that place of willingness to give and give freely and just serve, then people will learn more about what we do. And then they hear that and they're like, oh my gosh, I need that service. Mm -hmm. I have been stuck in this place, but I haven't known how to get out of here. Right. Absolutely. And Steve Jobs had a really amazing quote, and I'm not going to get it word for word, but the general concept and context of what he said, because he was getting a lot of pushback about creating the iPhone, like nobody needs this, blah, blah, blah. He's like, sometimes you have to create things that people don't know that they need to solve problems they don't know that they have. And that one sticks with me because we all live in a box and we only see what's in the box and what's familiar to us. And even when you're actively seeking to you know, look for new things, if it's completely like in your blind spot, you're not going to know to address it, right? You don't know what you don't know. And having somebody bring some of that awareness to you can be the greatest gift in growing your business. Oh gosh, absolutely. And you know, that kind of brings me to the listening component. Mm -hmm. We're always so ready to jump in and give our opinion or to ask questions, but we don't always listen. And sometimes if we just stop and listen to what someone's saying, the answer lies right there in front of us. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's that dialogue in your head that keeps us from actively listening. So you want to, when you're starting to get on the phone, or even if you're writing copy for a landing page, right, even though even if it's a little bit more indirect, you want to do whatever it is that chills you out or gets you excited, whichever way, you know, is the best place for you to be and really get centered in showing up as that servant, as the person who wants to help lead the person down the line and into a better place. And then and then pick up the phone or write the copy and you're going to have a totally different listening and a different experience in what it is that they're saying to you. And if you just go from call to call to call to call to call and then you're in meeting and then call to call, whatever, you're going to start thinking, oh, I need to go get this at the grocery store. Maybe I should get a cup of coffee and you're not present with them. Right. Right. You don't have that focus and the tension. I think when we approach it with intention, mm -hmm. that makes a big difference. Yeah, absolutely. So like take a deep breath and, you know, stretch a little bit in between calls. If you've got multiple things going on during the day and just be there, be there with them and you will totally have a completely different experience, as I said. So it's just shifting your thought process from anxious or, you know, am I going to get it right? Am I going to say the right thing to like, I'm just here to show up. I'm here to help people and hopefully we can connect and I can help the person that I'm going to talk to. Yeah. I love that. So Emmy, when you talk about maximizing process, 
what do you mean? Like, tell us a little bit about that. Like when I think process, I start panicking a little bit like, oh shoot, I have to create this whole systems and process, but I'm sure that's not what you mean. I'm sure it's something very simple that we can actually apply in our businesses. Yeah. So for me, and you'll laugh because I've been a single mom for forever. My kids are 19 and 21 now. So they're pretty much, you know, kind of have left the nest and I'm celebrating that every day. Uh, but when they were little, I had you know very little support and errands and things like that. I have two boys, like they wanted nothing to do with going to the grocery store. They wanted to go do whatever. And I, I didn't have the ability at that point to like leave them with anybody most of the time, you know, or hire a babysitter. So I literally planned all the errands like on one afternoon and I would go down one side of the street and come back and like go to, you know, the other side of the street and make it as efficient and streamlined and as fast as possible. So that's what I mean about process is really setting yourself up so that you're doing things that are repetitive as quickly as possible without it being draining and as easily as possible. And yeah, like if you have a process or a system that takes forever, let's look at how to simplify that because that's not effective if it's taking up more of your time to maintain it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just get frustrated. Right. Like systems should create freedom and they should also create a place for you to be able to delegate depending on what they are, but to delegate some things out to other people, Mm -hmm. even if it's, you know, just a one-time thing. So for someone who is not experienced in sales, Mm -hmm. but has to sell in order to grow their business, like what would a sales process look like for them? So for me, I like to keep it super simple. And the first piece is knowing like what one, what are, what are you selling? Like what's the main offer of all the things that you have the ability to sell that you want to focus on? And that could change from month to month, quarter to quarter. You know, you could be launching a new program. You could be you know, filling something that, you know, you want to play with in a different way. It could be anything, right? And you want to know how many leads you need. And most people don't think about that. They don't think about, right, like I want to have 10 people walk in the door or, you know, buy my program or buy my socks. And we don't think about what marketing we need to do to capture somebody's attention. And then how many people need to actually see that marketing or that we need to expose and and create a relationship with And then how many sales conversations that we have to get to the 10 people that we want to buy our stuff. We just think that we're going to throw the thing out there and social media is going to work magic. And, you know, they're going to come (laughs) right knocking on our door or website and be like, Oh yes, bring me up. Yeah. And as far as I know, that hasn't worked for anybody. (laughs) Yeah. I wish it was that easy. (laughs) So what are some of those ways that we can actually warm up our audience so that we can get to 10 people because I know there are stats out there and I don't know them off the top of my head, Yeah, but it's like, if you have, you know, if you're doing a webinar and you have 100 people register, you may have like 30% or 20. So like 20% of that. And then out of that 20% that attends, you may only have 2% buy or, you know, whatever those numbers are. So how can we really tap into those numbers to get the most out of them. Yeah. So one is building your audience and you can do that obviously with ads. You can do that with social media promotion from a webinar standpoint. Mm -hmm. You can 
you know, have affiliates, you can just start reaching out to people. Like that's what I, I have my clients do to start really getting out there is like just call or email or Facebook message or text like everybody that you know and let them know that you're doing this thing and you know, could they pass it along? Are they interested? Like it's not a big, again, sales push and I'm air quoting that is just sharing with people something that you're excited about and that you want to provide value. So like getting started there, I, I think there's a great place for Facebook ads um, or ads in general, but I wouldn't, I don't recommend that for my clients because I want them to one, start building the relationship and have the audience. But it also, it just takes time to play with Facebook ads and get the right audience and to figure out what's going to convert for your people. Mm-hmm. And there's, and a lot of times those are not necessarily warm. Whereas I right. love your concept of reaching out to those people that you know and asking them to share it, even if they're not interested, because then it's it's warm right away. Because if that person trusts you and they refer mm-hmm. someone else, then that person's automatically going to trust you because the person they trusted trusts trust right. you. Absolutely. And there's something like magical about when you do that because Let's say I love to have my clients make a hundred lead list and it's a hundred people that they can reach out to that's, you know, Facebook friends, whoever that they either know or kind of know. And as they're doing that, even if they go through the whole list and they don't get a client from that somewhere clients show up out of left and right field for them to start working with or to show up on their webinar, et cetera. And that's what I think is so like fun because it's like, oh, you're doing this one thing, but it's about the energy of engaging and creating the audience and getting out there and being visible that allows stuff to come back to you. I love that. Have you joined the Brand Insider private Facebook group yet? If not, head on over to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups slash the brand marketing insider, where we make branding fun. Every day we network and build community and genuine relationships and learn tips all about building a brand that stands out and makes an impact. I'd love to see you there. And I know everyone else in the group would love to learn from you and connect with you as well. So head on over there and join the Brand Marketing Insider private Facebook group. So this is, you've kind of alluded to lead capture. So we have the process and then now we'll jump a little bit more details, if you will, on that lead capture. So, you know, if you're, you're wanting to sell an online course, or maybe you don't even have an online course, but you have a service you offer, maybe you're a coach and you offer coaching services and Mm -hmm. it's just a one, one time, one-on-one, or it could be group, you know, group coaching package, whatever. How do we capture those leads? Like, what are some of those secrets to really build that emotional connection to get people to buy from us without going through a sales process per se, but just serving and communicating? Right. So it's about giving value and that can be through content. It can be through you know doing short videos that are educational. And I always like to include a little bit of fun. And then the big secret is the follow-up right? It takes anywhere from 10 to 20 touch points for somebody to buy from you. And that's like the average. Yes, you're going to have people that you talk to once and they're going to be like, sign me up, credit card, done, right? There's going to be other people that it takes a year or two years, you know, have them on the newsletter list 
And don't be afraid to ask, but always, 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 please do not put anybody on your newsletter list without asking. But that's a great way to just stay in touch, add value, give them something that can make their life, you know, improve it in general. You know, doing the podcasts are great. I mean, there's so many different ways for you to start creating content to create value and stay in touch with them. I have a client that I've been working with for, I think, two and a half years. I spent a year and I called her every week. And and she was upfront with me. Like, she was like, I can't do this right now because of X, Y, and Z situation. And I want to work with you. And, you know, as soon as that can that happens, like, done deal. So I'm like, fine, we're just going to stay in touch every week. And, and I did do a little bit of coaching with her, like through those calls, but they were 10, 15 minute calls. And it was something I wanted to do because I, I really felt like she had something incredible to offer and her business is starting to skyrocket. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So it's, so it worth really, time. it's worth the time and it's worth, it's worth the energy that you put into building those relationships because without right. building those relationships, you can never build the no like and trust factor. And absolutely people won't buy if they can't yeah. believe that you're going to be there for them and stand by them and serve them in a way that gives them complete value and then success in return. Right. Right. And believe me, I don't do that on a regular basis. Like it was a one-off, but I knew she was going to work with me and I knew that she was going to be a great fit. And you know, so use your intuition or your gut or whatever works for you in making those types of decisions and just play with it. Like just have fun with, with sales like that. I think if you reframe, you know, how you're looking at sales as a way to get to know people and build those relationships, you're going to have a completely different experience. Oh, I love that. So if you had to give just like in a nutshell, one or two tips to the listeners to say, you know, you're going to jumpstart your sales today and here's how you're going to do it. What would you say to them? Yeah. The first one would be like, pick up the phone. Nobody calls anybody ever. And you have different conversations when you're having a phone call or a zoom call where you can see each other and you can read people more easily. So that would be one. Two would be do the follow-up. Like don't get frustrated that people are like, no, not now. Right. And then the third one, we really didn't talk about this, but is track your leads. Right. And there's a gajillion CRMs that are out there that are great. I like to get started just with a simple spreadsheet. It keeps it simple and I can scan you know, names and dates of when I talk to them. I actually use our project management tool for it right now, which is monday.com. And I love, love, love that. But I'd set up similar to a spreadsheet for that tracking system and go back and, you know, just check in and see how people are doing. Like it's interesting, even if it's been a couple of months, to be like, hey, I was just thinking of you. And, you know, how are you doing? Is anything changed for you? Are things going amazingly well? And then, you know, be authentic. Like be you. Show up as you. People are craving connection that is authentic and real and not Photoshopped. Oh, that's now you're really talking my language. <laughs> tracking system, I think is something that's really important that we oftentimes forget a lead comes in and maybe it, it doesn't work out to convert to a client right then and there, but then we forget to keep communicating with them. I mean, like for me, if they, if they contact me, then I have their email address, they go on my newsletter and 
you know, then we can continue that relationship through weekly or biweekly emails, but you don't do that. You lose that connection. So I, I like that tip a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that can be added to the process, the overall writing. Yeah. Like your process can be whatever you want it to be, but those are kind of some of the key steps and don't overcomplicate it. Like keep it simple. Yeah. Right. Like I, I love to make things, you know, very high touch, but more difficult than it needs to be. And I've learned that if I'm going to do it, it has to be simple. And because I'm the bottleneck in my business, my team's always like, all right, hello. Right. And I know I'm the bottleneck. So as soon as I'm starting to not even procrastinate, but hold things up, right. I'm like, all right, I have to delegate some of this. Like, this is not my area and I'm doing something that I shouldn't. (laughs) So, you know, and if you're not ready to bring team on quite yet, like, Ask your kids, find a high school student or a college kid who can help you. And it's a really low cost investment that is going to save you tons of time that you could be out selling. Yeah. Yeah. And building those relationships and and getting those connections that can convert. Yeah. Oh, I love this. This was so great. And I, I love that you've really switched the whole mindset around selling to serving and then the sales just happen. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I mean, there's still objections to overcome. I'm not going to say that you're not going to get the, I don't have enough money or I don't have time or I'm not sure I have to think about it. That is where the sales conversation really begins. And again, take yourself out of the equation, expect the objection instead of being shocked that you're getting one. And this is the place where like people are scared about change right? Like you're asking them to think differently, do something differently, create a success where there wasn't one and, you know, just make a change in their life. And that's scary. Mm -hmm. So allow them to have their process and allow them to, you know, move through that by you problem solving. Where is it that they're stuck? Because that's all the objection is, is that they're stuck. And you have to kind of be a detective to just uncover that so that they can move to the yes. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's great. Emmy, thank you for sharing your wisdom. And this was, I think, a really great, great episode. And I'm really excited to share it. Thank you. Yeah, I love love sharing this stuff. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here. Yes, absolutely. You're welcome. Oh, before we go. I forgot to have you tell the listeners where they can find you. Oh, easy peasy. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes my mind just kind of hiccups. It happens to the best of us. Right? Uh, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Emmy Kirshner. It's E-M-I is my first name. Um, And last name is K-I-R-S-C-H-N-E-R. But I invite everybody to come hang out with me and my Tribe of Leaders Facebook group. I have a super cool community of entrepreneurs, mostly women, and a few brave guys who love a lot of estrogen. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm weekly doing Facebook Lives and I have interviews with other experts, et cetera, and just some fun value in there. And you have a podcast as well. I do have a podcast. Thank you for reminding me. That's a tribe of leaders as well. And it's really about telling the stories of different entrepreneurs and how they've stepped into leadership through the successes and failures of their business. Wonderful. Yeah. It's a nice, you've interviewed some really great people. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good podcast. 
All right. Well, with that, we are going to wrap up for today, but thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. And that's a wrap, friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am grateful to have you here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, will you please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review? That would mean the world to me. It will also help others find the podcast. I really look forward to getting to know my listeners. Will you please connect with me on Instagram? You can find me at the Robin Graham. You can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as Robin Graham. And I invite you to join my private Facebook group, the Brand Marketing Insider. Please spread the word about the Second Phase podcast. Until next time, remember to smile.